in that space of being intentional about putting yourself first, a lot more of your business begins to become organic growth yes. instead of like, I'm going to do all these things and it's going to work. And then it's going to, and it, then it flops and you're like, what happened? I did all this work. <laughs> but then when you're just being yourself and really mm -hmm. walking in your lane, then all of a sudden these doors start opening and it's just organic. Welcome to the Balance Bowley podcast for ambitious women in business and a few brave men. I'm Nikita Thigpen, your host and balance and relationship advisor, partnering with you to change the narrative and amplify intimacy within and across your relationships so you can have the freedom, flexibility, and confidence to thrive in work life and in love. I am so excited to be back with you guys. I know we didn't take as long as a break as we normally do between episodes, between seasons rather, primarily because I couldn't wait. I just couldn't hold it. You guys who have been following the Balanced Bully podcast for ambitious women in business and a few brave men know that we are a season-based podcast and we typically do somewhere between four and maybe seven episodes per season, take about a two to three week break in between, and then we hit you hard with something else that just kind of carries the conversation forward. With this being 2020, we wanted to shake things up, do it a little bit differently, and really keep the momentum flowing. So we are coming out of season 17 with all things and embracing it all and being all in and moving into season 18, which kicks off today with seed investments. And if you know me, if you've been following me, whether it's social media or in person, you already know that I don't mean it in a kind of normal way, right? Like seed investments for us is not just about where your money goes. It counts because money does matter. Hashtag that money matters all day long. But I'm really also including across your whole entire life cycle. I want you to seed into your relationships with deeper intimacy and connection. I want you to seed into your self-care and your self-love. So it's not just about making sure you go out with the girls and get a mani-pedi on and, you know, have a sip of wine and cheese here and there with, with your beau or your boo. It's really about also adding self-love, looking at yourself in the mirror and saying, I trust you, going a little bit further with you, taking some time to explore what's newly developed in your neighborhood or in the neighborhood next to yours. If you don't have time, energy, or perhaps finances at the moment to go traveling across the country to another state, place, or time, right? So this season that we're in, season 18, all about seed investments, is being kicked off with one of the most phenomenally energetic women that I have talked to this year already, and she is the perfect person to kick this off. I want to introduce you guys to Terry Ijoma. She is a phenomenal spirit. I already love her energy, and we just recently met, so you know that says a lot, because I could be a little bit of a hard nut to crack, I think, for most people. And Terry, she kind of cracked it. She already had me laughing, at least for the last five minutes <laughs> before we got started. Terry began her professional career working in education and nonprofits. When she started trading stocks just nine years ago, she initially saw it as an opportunity to simply supplement her income. However, she was so successful with this side hustle that in 2017, she decided to quit her job, travel the world, and began trading full time. Now, let me be clear. She is not just coming out of the ether and just, you know, stepped off of a stone into the new age and discovered trading. This woman, this beautiful, majestic queen, 
does have her bachelor's degree in management science from MIT and her master's in media and communications from Dallas Theological Seminary. So she didn't just step out of nowhere. She also was named 2018 Entrepreneur of the Year by National Black MBA Association and was the grand champion of Teachable's 2019 Creator Challenge. Terry, welcome to the Balanced Bully Podcast. How are you today? Thank you so much, Nikita. I'm great. It's so great to be here. Same here. You know, I've been looking forward to this podcast interview with you. We could not have anyone better to kick off this season because you are just doing incredibly impossible things. I mean, it was less than what, three years ago that you just decided to go full ham? Tell everyone about what's going on with you and how did you arrive to this place? Yes. Um, so in 2017, I quit my job as an assistant principal of an elementary school to trade and travel full time. And I know you guys are probably like, what? <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> but I had been trading as a side hustle for a while to supplement my income. And when my job got hard, I said, you know what? I need an exit strategy. And trading stocks was the thing. If I could just make $300 a day, then I could replace my income as an educator and start traveling around the world. And so I, I took some classes, courses, and worked my way up and did it. Quit in 2017. And since then, I've been to over nine countries. I started teaching people how to trade. It's just been phenomenal. That is incredibly impossible and amazing. <laughs> <laughs> because, you, I mean, you know, 2020 really is about doing new things, doing it differently and going beyond any of our expectations, including our own. Right. And like you did that a few years ago. And I'm sure you have some great plans for this upcoming year to reach, I'm assuming, a, a broader group or perhaps go deeper within the community that you've amassed. And I'm curious about what was some of the challenges that you had when you had to work yourself up to okay, I'm really doing this. Like I'm really quitting my good government job. Like I'm quitting <laughs> oh, my yeah. job and doing this, right? Oh yeah. I think the first one was definitely fear because who just leaves something stable, that steady paycheck. Okay. You know, you're going to get paid. You go into the office every day, but at least you have insurance. Like, of course there's that piece of fear, but you know what? I just really had to step out on faith because I like I believe that I serve such a big God that he can mm -hmm. take care of me no matter where I am. And I kept, I kept having this feeling like, you know what, you should do this. Now's the time you should do it. And when I actually stepped out and did it, it was like, oh, my God, look at this whole new world out here. There's more to life than just being in this one building every day. And and I, I'll tell you, when I was working in corporate America, well, education, most I had administries, education. Um, it was tough for me. Like I had days where I would be crying in the bathroom, like the ad administrators would just nitpick on small stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, well, you know, you didn't clean out the, the microwave in the, the teacher's lounge. And I'm like, what? That's the janitor's job. But why are you yelling at me about it? Like just so the craziest stuff would happen when I was working. Yeah. And you know, part of it is because it was, it was time for your shift, right? Like that your process as an educator and, you know, being a part of ministry and, and all the different layers that you have were all to prepare you for where you were supposed to be going next and for what your next would be after that. But in order to get you there, you had to get uncomfortable. So if everything was sweet and, you know, nice and plush, you wouldn't have went anywhere. It would be 2020 and we wouldn't be having this conversation, right? 
Nikita, you are so right. Like, I always think about the story of Moses um, freeing the Israelites. Mm -hmm. The Bible says that God made, like, God hardened Pharaoh's heart. And so it's one of those things where, like, no matter what, every time Moses went, Pharaoh said no. And it kept being hard, but it had to get that hard in order for them to leave. Otherwise, mm -hmm. they would have just been comfortable and stayed there. So, no, you are totally right. Sometimes we got to go through some things just so that we can get to our next level. Absolutely. And you went through it. And I mean, you taught yourself something that was completely non-traditional, right? Like most women and men, those ambitious women and those brave men don't necessarily think about stocks and trading as their exit. Like they might potentially say, you know, I want to invest a little bit more so that in 30 years I could, you know, have a little bit more to pull out of. But it, when they, when you think about passion projects or, um, you know, the, the normal term is side hustle. When you think about those things as part of the exit plan, you think about, you know, I'm going to sell some makeup. I'm going to start selling some shoes. I might, you know, be certified to do somebody taxes, you know, something like that. <laughs> what led you here? Yeah. You know, for me, I always have loved companies. Like, mm -hmm. I can look at, like, CNBC channel. That's the network that shows all the news on companies. I can look at that for hours and just be so intrigued. Like, what? The CEO did what? What? They're about to buy what company? Like, it just is so mm -hmm. exciting to me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, it's, it's, it's weird, but it's true. So when I thought of like, what is something that I enjoy that I could do hours on end? For me, it's either stocks or real estate. And I actually have done both. And just stocks has always been nice, though, because you can have consistent income. Yeah. And a lot of people think about it more long term, like, okay, I'll sell my stocks in 30 years for retirement, mm -hmm. but you can actually sell them on a regular basis, like a daily or weekly basis and make income to pay your bills. People just don't know that which is why they need to be following you. So I hope a lot of this stuff is at your your website because they need to get this information. Heck, I'll be looking it up like, okay, when's our next workshop? When's our next class? <laughs> it is, it is. I have a whole online course called Trade and Travel. They can go to itradeandtravel.com. It's definitely there. <laughs> that is perfect. Um, so in the in-between, because of course this is, you know, seeding, seeding investments, they can, you know, make sure that they go to the website, itradeandtravel.com to get more information about how to do the actual seeding and investing in the stock and trade. But what about like your life? So a lot of us, when I think about my beginning role as an entrepreneur, like moving from a professional space, I'm a licensed clinical social worker, sex therapist and trauma specialist and all that. That was my background, primarily behavioral sciences is where I was coming from before I decided to launch a personal development company. And that was about nine years ago. And when I started, I did all by the book, completely like went to score, had Wharton consultants, look at everything, 68 page business plan. I did, I did it all that, but it was all wrong, girl. It was all wrong. <laughs> Cause it was, I literally was so, I'm such an academic at heart and a cl clinician in my application, but academic at heart that I wanted to make sure that I dotted I's and crossed T's, but I was doing and doing it in the wrong book, so to speak. So I was being set up as a small business owner when I'm really an entrepreneur and you and I know that there's a kind of a difference to that when you have a lifestyle brand and you want that freedom and flexibility to be able to do that. And I was pinning myself into a box that I was creating, which is why we lost so much money and why I wasn't connected to what we were doing when we first started and all that. 
And with that, I put myself into such a secluded bubble. Like I pulled myself away from investing in time with family and friends and going out with with girlfriends and all that. Cause I was like, I gotta work, I gotta work. You know, these 18 hour days is essential. Like I had it so wrong, Terry, for so many. And you know, I knew better philosophically, but when I'm looking at what invoices aren't being paid on time and what clients aren't being paid, you know, and at the time when we started, we had a staffing company with a professional development arm. So that's a little bit of context. But when we did it, you know, we need big companies to not just say yes, we need their yes to translate to legal, to translate to their CFO, to translate to a check and that could be a year before we just got the deposit to get started on stuff that we have been nurturing for you know multiple multiple months before that and we were too small to do it and I found myself not seeding into the people that I love the most because from a scarcity mindset I was so afraid that if I wasn't working as the bible say a man who does not work does not eat I really took that literal (laughs) like So I'm curious about what your role was for you when you first even just decided, you know what, I'm going to step out on faith and I'm going to do that. Did you go into the bubble and, you know, keep yourself secluded from people or did you find yourself branching out and saying, you know what, I need to go to these dinners. I need to network with friends and family as well as professionals and strangers and all like, where did you find yourself like the first couple of months when you were deciding this is where I'm going. And then those first couple of months when you made the jump. Oh my gosh. I have so many thoughts about your story. (laughs) Um, Okay. So there's like so many thoughts about this. Okay. First of all, um, to your point of, you know, I was, I was doing all these things and kind of secluding myself in my business. And then I didn't have time for the things I actually loved. Uh, One of the best pieces of advice I got when I first was starting my business was plan your business around the life you want to live. Don't plan your life around your business. And what she was telling me was that like when she first started up her business, she wanted to do these one-on-one coaching calls. But then as she scaled, those one-on-one coaching calls started taking all her time. And so she couldn't actually live her life because she had built her business not thinking about how she wanted her life to look. And when she told me that, that actually led me to say, you know what, I'm not going to do one-on-one calls. I'm going to do group coaching calls so that I can have more of my time. Because the whole reason why I started this business was so I could have more freedom. I wanted to travel and see the world. So me being on calls every day wouldn't let me do that. And so that was, that's one piece of advice I would definitely share with, with the listeners too. Like As you're building your business, think about first what you want your life to look like. And then start thinking about, okay, how do I plan my business to fit that? And I actually just this year or at the end of last year had somebody check me on that again Mm -hmm. because I had kind of gotten away from it. I was getting so busy with, okay, I'm I'm getting to 800 students and, you know, we're, you know, number one class on Teachable. So now I'm just going, going, going. And I had lost sight of my freedom. Like I like to travel. I like, that's what keeps me calm. That's my balance. Um, And so my friend said, well, Terry, what is it that's holding you back from doing, like putting your whole self into this business? And I told her, it's the beach. Every time I like think about where I want to be, I have this vision of the beach and I get so frustrated that I can't be on the beach because of this business. And, and she said, well, then this year, let's plan. How do we make sure that you can run your business from the beach? And you know what? That was revolutionary for me. I hadn't even considered that. 
And what it did was it said, okay, if you want to be on the beach, then what kind of activities do you need to do that allow, allow you to still be there? Well, maybe instead of doing a speaking engagement, you do a podcast. Maybe instead of doing, um, I was doing like a lot of things that needed me to be there. She's like, maybe you run Facebook ads. Right. But now we just need to be intentional about thinking, how do you still be there on the beach and make this work? And when we thought like that, we came up with all these ideas, but I had to let myself have the freedom to think like that and put myself first. I love every single thing about that. Um, and one of the key words that you just said in the latter half was that intentional, that intentionality, right? Like you had to be intentional, not just about what your numbers were going to be by the end of the quarter. Because a lot of us, you know, and whether you're in business or you're a high level executive that has some kind of responsibility around the numbers that get brought into the, the micro business or the division of the corporation that you work, you know, within, it's a lot of stress when you're thinking numbers, 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 you know, whether it's what's our social media numbers, what's what what's our retention numbers if you're in HR, what's our financial numbers if you're part of the fiscal team or, you know, you have some kind of leadership responsible responsibility for that. But you said, what's your intentionality around what you're doing in your life and how you're making room for it? That is pivotal because I do think that as much as we, we all know better, and this is for all the Balanced Boldly listeners that are out there, we know you smart. We know you ambitious. We know you brave. We know you brilliant people. We know that you know this stuff. It's nothing new under the sun. We, we get it. But we all need reminders. Because I know as smart as I think I am and as awesome as I will tell the world I know I am, I still had to be reminded. And it wasn't until I think my first year into business, which was in 2011 when we started, we lost so much money. It snowballed for the, at least the next four to five years after that, just trying to clean up from the snowball. We weren't losing money the whole time, but we had to just clean up so many of the mistakes. We had to come out of our house. We had to, you know, change certain things that we did in our, you know, luxury life, luxury based life, which isn't like high luxury for me because I'm, that's just not how I was raised. But there were things that we had become accustomed to certain gym memberships with the pool. Well, now we got to get the gym membership that don't have a pool. But matter of fact, we need to put that gym in the basement, you know, just different things that we had to do to still have what we valued as a part of our health and wellness and our overall and still be able to have that time carved out for what I knew was important to the world, which was our business. And I didn't want to lose myself, but it took me at least five iterations at minimum, five big iterations. I won't even talk about the li the little pivots when you're questioning your questions, right? Like you're, you're yeah. wondering all yeah. of that um, to be able to say no. I really value me having time in the morning to get up and, and meditate for five minutes or 20 minutes and be able to do that on top of my devotionals and be able to do that on top of me exercising or stretching or whatever, and be able to do that on top of having a cup of tea with my husband and just talking before I get ready to go to work. And I had to create my business the same as you did to be able to accommodate that and still know that the way that I was showing up in the world with my gifts was more than enough. And that our family wouldn't suffer because I didn't work an 18 hour day. Right. Yes. Um, so I you feel you on that. Mm -hmm. You know what, Nikita, too? I think when you're in that space of being intentional about putting yourself first, a lot more of your business begins to become organic growth yes. instead of like, I'm going to do all these things and it's going to work. And then it's going to, then it flops and you're like, what happened? I did all this work. <laughs> but then when you're just being yourself and really mm -hmm. walking in your lane, then mm -hmm. all of a sudden these doors start opening and it's just organic. Like for me, 
I actually didn't plan to start teaching a class. I was totally about like, I'm leaving that job. I just want to be free, <laughs> do me by myself. But then people around me were like, well, Terry, will you teach us how, mm-hmm. what you're doing to be able to travel like this? So I said, mm-hmm. okay, fine, I'll do one class. And then some more people asked me and I said, okay, fine, I'll do another class. Came home, they had seen that I did classes on Instagram. So now they wanted me to do a class, but it started growing organically. Mm-hmm. And I think when we're in a place where we really are intentional about what makes us happy, then our business grows in a more organic way. Yeah, no, I agree. I can't, I feel so bad when I can't think of someone's name, but there is a high level entrepreneur that you and I both know. He's a gentleman. He talks about exponential entrepreneurship a lot. Like that's kind of like his uh, signature, exponential entrepreneurship. And one of the statements that was seeded into me somewhere between 2014 and 2015, because we, we had moved back into the city. That's the only reason I know that the time frame is he said, you have to be extremely mindful of the places you want to go and make room for it. And by making room for it, if you decide that you want to help a billion people, well, no, let me, it's reverse. If you want to make a billion dollars, help a billion people, right? And you saying like, listen, I didn't plan on teaching. I thought I was going to make this money, my $300 a day, my side hustle, get my bill paid, whatever. But your business grew even more when you started to help more people. And look at God. He used your teaching experience to level up your current business, even though you thought you were walking away from teaching. You actually got, you know, kind of sucked right back into that part of your gift so that you could use it in a bigger and better way. I think that's so phenomenal. Exactly. You better preach. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it on so many levels. Oh, and you know what? Like, as soon as you talked about investing, like planting seeds, mm-hmm. um, the story that came to mind for me was there's a Bible story um, in the New Testament. And so people were arguing about, like, who they who they serve. Like, I'm under him and I'm under him. Mm-hmm. And, and Paul was like, no, like, we're planting seeds. Like, I planted the seed. Somebody else watered it. And then yes. God made it grow. And I feel like in this season of of your podcast with planting these seeds, like that's definitely what we have to think about. Like you're just planting small seeds. Everybody's putting in a little bit so that we can see some things grow in our lives. Like it's going to be really great. I'm excited for everybody listening to this podcast. No, absolutely. And for ourselves, right? Because we receive it and reciprocate it at the same time, right? Like what we put out does come back to us. And the fact that you're carving out this time, Terry, to seed in, pun intended, to seed in, you know, your story, your vulnerability, your journey with everyone out there that's listening, whether they're on the treadmill right now, tuning in, in the car, or just walking in the park somewhere, by the time that they hear it, they're getting something out of it if they allow it in because we also know you know that unfertile ground that doesn't absorb anything it'll just be blown away and the birds will come eat it up right and if they allow it so many magical things can happen for all of us and myself included yes exactly Mm, girl we listen don't get me started we i can i can hear the sermon already the between the two of us like listen uh so before we dive any deeper into that because i feel like this will be a part two for this podcast episode if your time allows what do you do to give yourself permission to pause this year i actually decided that i'm taking one month on and then one month off with my business 
So like I'm working really, really hard or I worked really, really hard in January and then February I'm going to South Africa or, I'll, or by the time you guys hear this, I'm in South Africa. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then um, in March I'll be back and I'll be on and I'll work really, really hard and then I'll go to Bali. But I've, I've decided that I'm making room for myself to travel mm-hmm. because that's what I really love. And, and I, I have a job that allows me to do that. I can trade stocks from anywhere. I can trade from my cell phone. So like, hey, if that's if that's the the thing I'm doing, like, let's take advantage of that to the fullest. So that's what that's what I'm doing to to really love on myself this year. Listen, if I don't make the editor screen with these snaps that I'm giving in the background, because that is a phenomenal schedule. That's six months of working like that is beyond phenomenal. And I get chewed out by a lot of people because I do a summer solstice for six weeks. And then my winter solstice is usually about three weeks. So I'm off about nine weeks a year. Um, and people are like, how are you doing that? This is a business. And I'm like, it's just because it's the way I work it. But my girl, Terry Ejoma just said, one month <laughs> off, one month off. What? And I just see like the pendulum swinging and I see it as such a relaxing visual for you to go beast mode for that month. And dive in and give it your all and do everything that you need to and then be able to take that other month to recharge in between, I would imagine that your business is going to increase exponentially this year. I think so too, because now I can give myself permission to say, you know what? Yes, it's hard right now, but just go for it because you get a break soon. You know, like <laughs> I can see the end of the tunnel. So yes, I, I agree. I, I claim and receive that all the way. That is phenomenal. I love every part of that. We're going to have to talk offline about more of this, honey. My husband will be like, listen, I need you to not be traveling all over the world with Terry before you come back and don't have no husband. I need you. I love it. Don't don't question when I take you up for me. We send in Instagram photos and they're like, she is so serious. She jumped right in her suitcase. She was not playing. Um, <laughs> so Terry, how can everyone get more of you we know that if they go to the website and i know you'll repeat it again they can get more information about the programs and workshops and classes that you offer online but if they also want to connect with you outside of that and just find out more about how to get started or what the process is or you know to do any kind of q a where where can they find you and follow you yes i have an online course that takes people from being a novice investor all the way to being full-time professional traders and it's called trade and travel they can learn more about that on at my website at itradeandtravel.com. And there's actually a free webinar there. So they can really learn. My, my signature is how to make $1,000 a day. So they can learn that at itradeandtravel.com. And then on Instagram, it's I'm an investor. It looks like Imani investor. So <laughs> my name's Imani, but I'm like, that's cool. That means faith. <laughs> but it's I'm an investor on Instagram. No, that is perfect. I love it on so many levels. And what would you say before you close out, what is the minimum amount of money that someone who's novice, who's ready to get started and want to put their pinky toe in the water, what would be the minimum amount that you would suggest that they at least have put aside to, to start playing with? If they're a novice, I say start with $500 because that's the minimum to open a, a trading account with some of our more robust brokers. And then you can start practicing in a simulator with fake money learn you know while you're learning learn how to get good see some consistency and then you can start putting more money into your real account oh i love that and i love that there's a simulator because you know we we fight treat it like an app like it's a game a casino game and before we know we're like no that was actual real money that just disappeared right (laughs) (laughs) 
No, that is perfect. Terry, thank you so much for carving out this time and just making space for us because this moment, this 20 plus minutes that we have is literally going to propel at least one other person forward in a way that they could never imagine. And I look forward to the written testimonials that will come in specifically about this episode and how it woke them up and helped someone gain the freedom that they have been searching for all this time. So I thank you so much for that. Amen. Thank you for having me. Mm, so awesome. Woo! Balance Boldly listeners. Did we not kick 2020 off like super fearlessly? I'm going to quote Will Smith when he said, be fearless and relentless. Listen! Clearly, Terry Ijoma is fearless and relentless. And I love every aspect of everything she shared. And of course, to get details and nitty gritty and all that good stuff, make sure you go to itradeandtravel.com and follow her at I'm an investor um, on Instagram because I think you will be blessed by just knowing that there's another possibility out there. Even if you have millions of dollars coming in, could you really not afford to get a few million more for your philanthropic and altruistic goals? I mean, really, make sure that you do that. As well as listening to her main point of this whole episode was to plan your business and your work endeavors for those of you who are in a more traditional work environment around the life that you want. So if there's something else that's out there, different work that you want to do, you know you got to go to school for it or get a certification for it or that's going to require more of your time, just make sure that doing it allows you to create your reality, your balance, and your joy. Thank you so much for listening. As always, if you like what you heard, make sure you rate and share this podcast so the other ambitiously bold and brave have access to these valuable life, love, and business balance tools. And connect with me at Ask Nikita everywhere. IG, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, you name it. We are there. And be mindful that at least three Thursdays out of the month, we are live with the Let's Talk Intimacy live stream Um, usually on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube because we simulcast it. But when you want to submit your your questions, submit them to asknikita at thepro.com or you can just go on Instagram and DM me your questions and um, someone from my team will collect them and curate them and we will answer them on the next upcoming uh, Let's Talk. I call it the LTI, Let's Talk Intimacy. So make sure that you do that because we want to be able to help you grow in your personal lives as well as your professional lives, right? It's not all about the money, although hashtag again money matters we want to make sure that we do that and we do that really well so you can enjoy that life that you're planning your business and your work around until next time i want you to go create your balance and create your joy but remember do it boldly thank you for listening